Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- The Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Clues. Underwear drawers. They're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort 
from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Bachelor Clues with me today. There is no pace case. In her stead, we are honored, we are humbled to be joined by Grace Ann Parks, the Dark Seeker. Hello. It's good to be here. Thank you. And this is Monday. As you know, that means <laughs> this is digging deeper. And today's episode is a very special one. It's one of those Rare occasions where something happens within the nation that sends shockwaves to every corner of it, and it's all covered and discussed in the official Bachelor Nation podcast, in the Bachelor Adjacent podcast, in the Fence podcast. We are, of course, talking about the Eric Schwer blackface incident and how it was completely ignored by the producers. So today's episode is going to have reactions from players that were there that night, Michelle Young, mm-hmm. Becca Kufrin. It is going to have reactions from Rachel Lindsay. It is going to have reactions from Mike Johnson, Brian Abbasolo. And again, this is one of those rare moments where the event supersedes the narrative that the producers are trying to tell through these company podcasts. And you get these rare moments of honesty coming from these hosts. But with that, you also get some very interesting stuff that happened. Some manipulation of the podcast record in the official podcast, in a fence-playing podcast, from the producers trying to tamp down the narrative, trying to take control uh, of what they did or didn't do that night. And so we have all of that for you. Again, this is a very uh, important Digging Deeper, I feel like, because it's dealing with such an important issue, what I think is going to be remembered as one of the most significant moments in the history of our beloved game, how they handled this blackface incident and what that really means, at least in this small era of the bubble seasons, which is now kind of coming to a head with this um, Eric Schwer blackface incident. It really is just kind of like the rotten cherry on top of this Sunday that they've been building since Matt James's season saying, we're going to be better about representation and handling of race. And then it's just like, nope, fuck it. That's all done now. So, yeah. That is what we got for you today. But we also have clips from Clickbait with Sinead Ankney. We got Help I Suck at Dating. We, of course, got some of them sour grapes in the old Vial files. We got Almost Famous with Rachel Recchia talking it out with guest Brandon Jones. Happy Hour with Gabby and Rachel. Higher Learning, which is Rachel Lindsay's podcast with Van Lathan. And Chicks in the Office, again, with Gabby and Rachel. So we hope you'll stick around for all of it. The clips at the end of this are primarily the ones about the blackface incident. Uh, just astounding stuff that we're going to hear. But we'll, let's begin today's episode with a clip from the bait, the click bait with guest Shanae Angney from September 29th, 2022. This is a nice appetizer to the meal we are presenting to you today in our Digging Deeper. This is a lighthearted moment from Grocery Store, in which his professional company podcast host's facade falls away to reveal the man behind <laughs> the million follower voice. Here we go. Um, Sinead coming on the podcast. She was no doubtably the villain of Clayton season. Um, yeah. But no she, doubtably. Sinead, is that a word? 
No. Undoubtedly. <laughs> as I was saying it, as I was saying it, I was like, what the fuck am I saying? It is oh, now. Oh, Jesus. And that, no is why, and that is why, people, you should just turn this podcast off. Because <laughs> I'm not a credible host. I can't speak. I don't know words clearly. Um, oh, shit. Wow, that's funny. I mean, first off, this reminds me of a clickbait episode where Joe opened, and this was after the whole Blake Horseman scandal where he answered a question on his Q&A, and it was like, what advice did you give the people going into paradise? And all he said was, don't mess with the podcast hosts. That was it. And all the podcasts just started just going after him. And that clickbait that preceded that whole drama was one where Joe opened it saying, kids, one day you could be the host of one of these podcasts and it will grant you the gift of immunity. And if you're lucky enough, even make you a gigantic star. And it's like, I'm so- there's a little bit of truth to all these statements. Sure. Maybe you should turn off clickbait. No, you should never turn off clickbait. It is one of the <laughs> crown jewels in the official Bachelor Nation podcast crown. <laughs> I like what he said here and I sympathize with him. I don't know how many hours of podcasts we've now done on Game of Roses and all the other podcasts that I'm doing. From time to time, you slip up. You may create a word that doesn't exist. I get it. (laughs) Doing this shit for long enough will make you a little loopy here and there. And so I cut grocery store some slack. And I love that he had a good sense of humor about it. I got to say, of all the official Bachelor Nation podcast hosts, grocery store is the one that I think... Just from my own personal opinion, again, this is oh, conjecture, no. but where is this going? <laughs> he's the one that I think is uh, the most aware of the fact that he's he's doing a little dance for the company, and he lets you oh, behind my- the scenes every once in a while to dish out some truth or to say something funny like this and kind of self-deprecatingly take a shit on himself. Guys, I'm. Losing Pace Case and Clues. First, Pace Case is in love with Dark Lord Palmer. Mm-hmm. And now you are sympathizing and giving grace to Grocery Store Joe. What is going on? I'm not giving him grace or sympathizing with him. You just said a paragraph full of, you know, we all go through tough times. And I feel like he's <laughs> the one podcaster in all of Bachelor Nation who just, he knows he's doing a little dance. He's doing a little jig. He does. When he says, click the the link, baby, or whatever the fuck he said, <laughs> he understands what the game is. You got to say what the fucking producers want you to say to get your money and to get your followers. He understands that. And he's open about it, I think. More than any of the other official Bastard Nation podcast hosts, they all try to like yeah. stay away from those type of statements. You see Natasha Parker dancing around shit like this where she's like, oh, I don't know if I can say that, you know. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. But I would say somebody like Brian Abbasolo, he kind of just doesn't give a fuck anymore. And we'll drop some, you know, tea from time to time, which, you know, pretty much isn't allowed if you're a company player podcast host. Well, he's in a very unique position with his proximity to one Rachel Lindsay. He's granted a little bit of immunity in those things because they don't want her to be talking shit about the franchise. But by the way, she's going to do that in a clip that we have uh, coming up later. God damn, it was so good to hear say that. Anyway, let's move on. Again, that was just an appetizer, a fun little grocery store tidbit. And now we're going to move into 
some things where we start getting into the the nuts and bolts of the sauce versus the tea and can it be revealed or not in this next clip this is from help i suck at dating which is dean unglert and jared highbond's podcast this is from september 19th and in this clip babies aka deanie babies aka deanie babies unglert wonders out loud about the reasons behind a viral proposal that jared told him about and jared i canetti weighs in on his own engagement to the queen of crying, Ashley Iaconetti. Here we go. Would you say that a proposal like that, do you think that they did it for the internet likes more so than they did for the love of each other? Or maybe just the uh, joining of the two in a bit? I don't know. I guess you could say that about anything. Did Ashley and I get proposed, proposed on Bachelor in Paradise for the clout or for our love? Like, you know. Why not both? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're going to get engaged... Let's get some Instagram followers while we're at it. Yeah, and get a free ring too, you lucky son of a gun. Well, that was the big one. Honestly, dude, I was bartending at the time and I was like, Ashley, you mm-hmm. know, you know Ashley. She's very um high maintenance. So I was like, <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to afford a ring for Ashley that she's gonna love. And then of course Bachelor yeah. called and was like, Would you want to propose? And I was like, Yeah, I do. Get a free ring, yeah. baby. And it all worked out, and the rest is history. And it all worked out. There's a lot in this clip. Uh, you get Deanie babies saying, ah, you got a free ring, you lucky asshole. You son of a gun. And we know that that's a sticking point with Deanie babies is buying the ring. There was a whole thing that came <laughs> out th- earlier this year where Kayla Miller-Keys said she'd buy it, or he was like, I'll get you a ring when you get me a truck. She got him the fucking truck, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So that was kind of funny. But also this idea is is floated out here. Again, this is an adjacent podcast. This is a fence podcast. This is not a company podcast, but it is two all-star players from the franchise. They still do mm-hmm. receive benefit benefit from the show. As Aya Kennedy here said, he got a free ring for the other Aya Kennedy from yep. the show. All they had to do was agree to propose uh, in, in game. And so we see that there are benefits um, to, to playing that game, but also there's an understanding revealed in this. That everything yes. is content. Once you're in the game, in The Bachelor, I mean, and you graduate to the parasocial game, everything you do, each part of your life is not just for the, the value of whatever it is intrinsically. It also has the secondary value of getting Instagram followers, spawn con, free rings, etc. That's always something to be taken into consideration. And also, it is telling the audience something that you and Lizzie have been preaching forever, and that is... Yes, love can be a real part of it. We're never denying that. But you can be in love and take advantage of a free Neil Lane ring. I mean, and more Instagram followers. Both can be true. Both can be fine coexisting together. And I just, you know, they always demonize, you know, going on for the wrong reasons, all this stuff. But I love this because it was like, why not? You know, and it it normalized what everybody does when they come off of the show. Totally. But, you know, he's saying this shit. You're still going to see the producers trying to fuck somebody over for talking about any of this in game. I know. If anybody in game said, yeah, look, I came in here for Instagram followers and I still want them, but also I've fallen in love with you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. If anybody said that, you're fucking out the door. That's a for the wrong reasons attack just fucking waiting to, to blast you out of the fucking game. So it's weird to me that like, the show proper, the document, 
when you're in game, you can never have any inkling of an attitude like this. But then once you come out of it, it's like, yeah, of course we have fucking Instagram followers. And, and it's like, obviously they do. They were fucking announcing their uh, pregnancy on Amazon Live, getting fucking money for that. You know, it's like they're doing it right. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember when we both uh, we both like at the same time we were waiting for the Amazon Live? We were both on the Amazon Live and we were typing in the chat. We're like, we wonder what it's going to be. And we watched it together. And then we called each other and we're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they did that. That was that was a that is pitch it. Let's move on to our next clips. These come to us from <sighs> the Vial Files from September 21st. <laughs> In this first clip, the Great One discusses Tino's gut-wrenching breakup and how it relates to Slucian protocol, and he corroborates something we always say about the difference between men and women players. Here we go. Again, like I it's just this is like a I feel like you know, I'm we're, I'm trying we're trying to have nuance to this conversation because like I I I truly have no sympathy for cheaters. Like I'm someone who's been cheated on. Mhm. But there was just something very icky about what I feel like what we watched. And, you know, I feel like the punishment should meet the crime. And Rachel has every right to be hurt and sad. But like that whole filming and like you could just tell that Tino was literally trying to survive that conversation. I know like Bachelor Nation had a good laugh when he said, just let me out of here. But I felt a lot of empathy for him as someone who's been in that world and you you know, we were so critical of saying like, oh, these people are here to be famous or whatever. But like, it's, these people don't know what they signed up for, you know? Not and, all, but some definitely do. Uh, sure. I, I think, I mean, in fairness, I think the men f know far less. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of guys who sincerely are like, I, I, I really didn't, I did not like, know what I was your getting research. into. Like, sure. I literally do your research. It's so easy to find out what you signed up for. There's so much footage yeah. of it on Hulu. But, but, <laughs> no, hey, no, hey, I'm sorry. But, like, hey, to play devil's advocate, then you end up being one of the guys who's villainized yeah. because he did his research and he took notes. Exactly. And he is yeah. trying to be strategic. It can go both and ways. <sighs> Why does he do this? I just... Hear me out. In <laughs> okay. this clip, there are so many good takes from him mm -hmm. about how we were punishing Tino. It felt like he was on the stage just trying to survive that conversation with Rekia. But then he also adds in, but you don't know what you signed up for. But And I'm like, you, why are you weaving good takes and shitty takes together because it totally devalues your good takes that I agree with him. Like, I find myself being jerked around every time I listen to a Vile Files clip because it's like, oh, he made a really good point. And then he just takes it back. Why? Well, I think they get at it in this clip a little bit that there is this yin and yang of you have to be believably naive to the, the production itself to how they're manipulating right. you to seem for TRR, but you also have to know enough about that manipulation to not get destroyed by it. So that's for TWR. If you come in prepared, that's bad. If you come in unprepared, that's also bad. And the real player, like a, a solid, real modern player, let's just say anyone I coach, understands that line. It must be walked, and it is a fucking razor-thin line. You have to know enough. I mean, you really have to know everything and you have to pretend that you don't. That's really what the the modern right. player must do. And so when 
And, and but one thing Nick says here is true that the men don't know it as well as the women. I have found that to be very true in my personal dealings with various players who are trying to get into the game and going into the game and all of that. And I don't know exactly why it is, why that is. Yeah. But like take Eric, for example, he knew he even put it in writing that he was going on the show for yeah. career advancement. Like there to say that all guys and I know Nick wasn't saying all guys, but like they also do know what they're signing up for. It's like and the producers, they pushed back. They were like, dude, go on Hulu. It's everywhere. You can do your research or at least a little bit. And you should. To fly into a situation like this, I think the the misconception a lot of incoming players, especially guys have, is that it's just a dumb reality show. Yeah. And you're going to go on and have fun and like maybe they'll make you look dumb or whatever. Who cares? And you'll get some Instagram followers and like move on with your life. I don't think a lot of the guys understand the culture around the show because they don't watch it. Maybe they've seen it a couple of times with an ex-girlfriend or something like that, but they don't study it. They certainly aren't even like avid fans of it, whereas I feel like most women players are. They they are watching the show thinking to themselves, I could do yeah. that. I can go into this and I can win that fucking game. Guys, I think, more often than not, are like, Female friends are like, you'd be great on The Bachelorette. You should apply. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll watch an episode with you. Maybe, maybe not even, and send in my fucking picture. Or they get hit up by producers on Instagram, and they don't even know what the fuck it is. They're like, they're aware of what The Bachelor is, but they've maybe never seen it. And it's, I mean, this is true of anything in life. If you have some opportunity to do something, if you're about to go into an experience, you should research that fucking experience. You should know everything that you can about it so that you have the best possible opportunity to succeed. And I don't feel guys do that. I, I know they don't. I literally know they don't. That's that's all I can say. We do know, though, <laughs> this this clip was about Tino. This whole conversation was surrounding yeah. the whole Tino thing. And we do know now that Tino was watching all the way back when you guys started the podcast, Hannah Brown season, he was a big Tyler Cameron fan. That was yeah. his hero player. And it was obvious. So it's like, in this case, well, yes, I do feel bad for Tino. Like, they, what they did to him was just cruel and icky. But mm. I think he actually did know what he signed up for. I do, too. I think he was a very good player. I mean, we watched him throughout the course of the entire season make no missteps and overcome some huge fucking obstacles set up by his oh. dad, the vampire, the gentleman's five, six. <laughs> Overcoming that shit proved to me that this motherfucker knew what the fuck he was doing. But then I think yeah. moment of weakness. He comes off the show. He's got a little bit of fame. He's out at a bar. He makes out with somebody and is like, yeah. fuck. And that sinks his whole thing. But it also gives him an out, which maybe he wanted from the beginning. We don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions surrounding his his final plays and, and how that season wound up, obviously. But uh, I just I, I love this clip because it it really gets to the idea that Vial has this understanding of the game that is either a little antiquated or he just doesn't probe deep enough because I think there is some kind of weird thing in him that he won't allow himself to go as deep as he needs to to be a real like modern student of the game to know it in an expert way because he wants yes. to distance himself. Like I'm not the bachelor guy anymore. I'm a, a dating advice podcast host and author. And so to know so much about it, to be able to give like dissertation level analysis of things like this, I think he would see as not who he is. It's not a part of his current identity. Well, tough luck, buddy. Cause that is who you are. It's not who he is though. He's giving this shitty, like amateurish, 
estimation of what the game is. And But this compared to a company podcast where their takes are so just, it's just like a processed food that is not even like recognizable anymore. So I think, yeah, put it up against those. Well, speaking of The Great One's takes, in this next clip, oh, this is such a beauty. The Great One reveals what he believes to be a simple truth about players' motivations for coming into the game. If you listen to any clip by The Great One today, it should be this clip. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip and our reactions to it and all the rest of the clips that we have for you in this Digging Deeper, including a bunch of reactions to the show ignoring the blackface controversy with Eric Schwerer, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us down in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the rest of this episode, the rest of all the episodes we've done. I don't even know how many there are in there, at least 60 now. And you're going to get access to our Discord. And you're going to get access to our live video streams that we do uh, half an hour before game time. We're doing them on Tuesdays right now during Paradise, but usually it's on the Mondays before the game airs. So we hope that you will join us in the pit. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit this room and have to fit everyone who wants to come in it's the pit you can get it in and dig around in all this content it's the pit come on admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit is room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 